Welcome to N of 5 Minutes, a podcast hosted by Stats of One, where we focus on discussing statistics that can be applied to an individual person instead of to a large group of people. If you're interested in these statistics and you're not sure what they are, we suggest checking out our website at statsofone.org. In these short episodes, we talk to experts in different fields about how they use statistics, and we ask our experts to talk about statistics in a way that's accessible to both scientists and non-scientists alike. Hello, everyone. This is Patrick Onghina, who's a professor at the Faculty of Psychology and Educational Sciences at the University of Leuven in Belgium. He's been studying single case experimental design since the 1990s and is involved in many applied projects using N of 1 methodology. He's an expert member of the International Collaborative Network for N of 1 trials and single case designs and is a co-organizer of the Small is Beautiful online conferences. And the third edition takes place in April this year. So consider attending. Um, One of my supervisors actually sent me the advertisement for that conference because they know that I love this methodology. Um, So thank you for talking to me today. And to kick us off, tell us a little bit about your work in non-scientist terms. I think I can uh, summarize my my work as um, uh, being composed of three parts. I'm I'm working as a teacher at the university. I'm working as a researcher, and I'm working as a consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let me say something about those three parts. Um, as a, a teacher, I'm including ideas about N of one trials and single case experimental designs in my courses on statistics and behavioral and educational research methods. We don't have a, a specialized course uh, on N of one trials and single case experimental designs in our curriculum yet. Uh, so I just integrate them in the regular courses. And I think that it's very important to teach these ideas to our students because they are our future researchers and practitioners, of course. And the second part, as a researcher, I'm I'm evaluating and testing the existing methods and techniques for designing and analyzing and of one trials and single case experimental designs. And I'm developing new methods and techniques. And this is not trivial because single case data present challenges to the researchers that are less prominent in group comparison data. For example, you have to deal with the the serial dependency that is intrinsic to time series data. And you have to be very clear about what constitutes the sample and what constitutes the population. Or to put it in other words, um, you have to be very clear about what the statistical inference is about. Mm -hmm. And then the third part, as a consultant, I'm involved in in several applied research projects using single case methods. For example, uh, single case research, investigating the effect of parenting training on parenting behavior and parental stress in mothers with a borderline personality disorder, testing digital behavioral health treatment for chronic pain. There is a, a study 
of the role of cognitive behavior therapy and gaming in decreasing anxiety in children with autism spectrum disorder, and among others, also a study on the efficacy of online memory specificity training in adults with a history of depression. Yeah. I could uh, yeah. go on with this list, but I think that uh, that is sufficient. Those are those are so fascinating, and it's so cool to hear how you have single case in all these different areas. I think we talk to a lot of people who are researchers using this methodology. You're the first person I've talked to who's teaching it. And I think that's really important. I took a class in grad school that was all dedicated to single case design. And that was only because like my advisor thought it was so important. Most grad programs don't have that and mm -hmm. most people don't really get access to it. And so I think it leaves people not really knowing or understanding the methods or how powerful they can be. And so it's cool to know that it's being taught and integrated into research training. Yeah, that's uh, it's the same, the same in, in Belgium. Uh, and we are now discussing including a, a, a specialized end of one course in the curriculum, but it takes a lot of um, debate and discussion because you, if you add something, you have to delete something else, and and nobody wants to delete the, their own stuff. So it's uh, yeah, difficult. Yes, yes, it's very hard to change anything at a university. <laughs> it tends to move yeah. very, very slowly. Um, so that's really cool to hear. So tell me a little bit then about how you think end of one statistics are important or how they help the community at large. Yes, I, I think my my work can advance the the stats of one community and, and stats of one work by uh, yeah, explicit instruction uh, to, to okay. the students or by acting as a model in the applied studies. And as a researcher, I think my work is uh, and publications uh, are helpful because they clearly demonstrate that scientific results that apply on average do not necessarily apply in general. So average effects do not necessarily generalize to individuals. For example, an average learning curve makes no sense. If you average all learning curves of individual participants in an experiment, you most likely get a learning curve that doesn't resemble any of the individual curves or any plausible learning curve of an existing human being. So in, in, in biomedical research, efficacy at the group level is interesting for health policy, uh, but it is different from efficacy at the individual level. Individual, individualized efficacy targets the individual person. Uh, which medication, which dose is most appropriate given this particular unique set of features, history and genes. In, in probability calculus, uh, similar examples can be given. Uh, what is the probability that I'll have a car crash today? The answer for an insurance company is totally different from the answer that is relevant for me. And the insurance, the insurance company makes computations at an aggregated level. They select some variables and use data of people with similar values on these variables than me, like age, gender, job, type of car, city where I live in, and so on. And they calculate proportions. But for me personally, 
the competitions would be completely different because there is no strict need to take into account the risks that others take. And suppose that I won't drive my car today, then the N of one probability for me personally is zero. <laughs> That's a really good example. I never thought about it in terms of like insurance or like really big aggregated statistics. I always think in terms of randomized controlled trials versus single case, but that's a great example. And um, it made me think like I ride my bike to work. So the <laughs> probability of me getting in a car crash today is zero. zero too. Yeah. <laughs> but I still have to pay for car insurance because they yeah. use these big statistics, even though I drive my car like once a week. Correct. Um, oh, that's really interesting. And I will say, having like read and used your papers, I think it's important to acknowledge like publishing and continuing to push the statistics side of it forward is really important because I think single case has suffered from people thinking it's outdated or that it can't really take advantage of the statistical advances that we're seeing in the larger statistic fields. And that's not true, I think, as the multi-level modeling stuff comes over it's been really valuable and really interesting and so it's really helpful to have these papers coming out that tell you how to do these things because i think a lot of people have no one in their institution who can help them and so having a good paper to refer to often makes mm -hmm. it possible to do that kind of research yeah true cool all right so then tell us something about your work that you want people to know or a misconception that you want to correct okay um yeah Two misconceptions, perhaps um, one misconception about my work that is um, that because I'm focusing on single cases, my work has to be about qualitative methods. Oh, and another misconception is that because I'm focusing on experimental designs and randomization, my work has to be about group comparisons. Mm. So those are two common misconceptions because the, met the methods I'm, I'm teaching and, and preaching include quantitative mm -hmm. time series data collected mm -hmm. in individual participants. And for, furthermore, it's very interesting to apply the experimental design principles of randomization, blocking and replication to the single case to test causal claims at the individual level. So for me, N of one trials and single case experimental designs are the, the future of applied evaluation research. And, and I want to invite all listeners to our small is beautiful symposium in April. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think it'll be really interesting. I'm hoping to attend. Um, I will figure out the time zone <laughs> questions. Um, but thank you. for. Yeah, we, we took into account the, the US uh, time zone. So we start in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, so uh, all the, the US researchers can attend from start to beginning. So, and we, uh, cool. it's, it's a bit extended towards the evening for us, but yeah, that's, we, uh, we want to invest that effort. That's really nice of you. And it's exciting to just get people together, I think, who are really interested in this. So I'm glad you brought it up and hopefully the people who listen will consider coming to the conference. Um, all right. Anything else you want our listeners to know? No, I want uh, just to, to to thank you for for having me and 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 thank you for listening to this uh, end of five minutes podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
NF5 Minutes is a production of Stats of One, and you can come check us out at statsofone.org. You can follow us on your favorite podcast platform, and we're also on Twitter at Stats of One, all one word. The views expressed by our guests represent theirs alone and not those of their employers, sponsors, or anyone else. Your Stats of One editors are Eric J. Daza, Claire Robbins, and Julio Vega. Julio is also our sound engineer. Thanks for listening and see you again at the next round of N of 5 Minutes.